You're oh okay. I, All right, yeah. I, I we're just sound checking. Yeah, sound we're just sound checking. checking. Sound we're just checking. we're just checking the microphone. <laughs> I'm getting signal. Everything right. seems cool, to be cool. working, which is pretty right. nuts. So <laughs> as long as you can hear yourself, yeah, can. the internet can hear you. Perfect. And as long as you can hear me, we're good to go. I think we're in there. Can good you to hear go. me. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Cheers, my friends. Cheers. Yes. It is a, a Thursday evening. It is a late Thursday evening. It sure is. I've only I've only been in the new space here for a couple months. This is the the latest episode that I have recorded here so far. Hey, we just got man. started and perfectly uh, interrupted <laughs> by uh, Stefan. You want to come in and it's say ba- hi? It's bound to happen. What up, Stefan? Hello, Stefan. It's like a, it's like a Mortal Kombat toasty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. you, hit, you hit that uppercut. Yeah, you could do right. that again. <laughs> Bye, Stefan. Bye. Uh, All right, later, man. Are you gonna be right over there? Yes. Yeah. All right, great. We'll, we'll visit be- later. Yeah. Cool. Goodbye. Bye. Just met that guy downstairs. He yeah. Great. great guy. Big Stefan Finn. Shout out. Cool dude. Shout outs to Arkham Realty. <laughs> so I'm sitting here today with my friends, Roman and Philip of the Zells. Make some noise for hey. the internet. Hello, everyone. And the internet loves you. So for those of you out there in the internet land that aren't familiar with the Zells, would you gear cake? Would you? <laughs> Would you care to tell the internet what the fuck a Zell is? Well, uh, <laughs> it's, I guess it's like, is it like a, you could think of it as like a family or like a gang or like a, um, just a type of person maybe? A collective, uh, <laughs> a general feel. I don't think it's as perplexing as the question of what is a juggalo, but it's definitely on par. Like, Absolutely, uh, yeah. <laughs> Not as... Yeah. Oh, so are Zells fan Zells? Is like everybody a Zell that is part of your collective? I, there's been conversation about that. <laughs> People used to say Zealots, of course. Or, uh, like kind of lends itself naturally. Um, um, yeah. Sort of like a fervor about you, you know? Uh-huh. Not religious exactly, but... Uh, or uh, I, I think Zell heads. Okay. Yeah. It's a Zell head. We also like to refer to ourselves as Team Z sometimes. Uh, Operation Z, you know, things like that. Fuck with that heavy. Um, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's cool. Uh, the Z Fighters, which yeah. um, JP and, and Joel from yeah. BB Guns. Okay. They, that was yeah. sort of their creation. Shout outs to them. Of course. Start Love the, the Beat fam. Start yeah. the Beat fam. Last weekend, last time to check out BB Guns this weekend, I'll check it out. The Saturday and Sunday they got shows. Yeah. Well, for now, for a while. We'll, we'll be back. But. This episode is airing on, I believe, October 3rd. Oh, Y'all are gonna miss it. I'm sorry. And I, <laughs> I hope you I, caught it. Though. I love. I love how ironic it is that you're wearing this shirt because on October 3rd, I will just be getting back from my week long trip at Disney World. Yo, that's awesome. Yeah, this li- is Disney. Uh, this is the land. I know that's Disneyland, uh, but the the same the family yeah, the I, brand. Where's Disneyland? That California. one's in California. Okay. Yeah, World Disney World's of- tight though. Yeah. Are you gonna go to Universal while you're down there? Nah. No, nah, not your nah. style. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not my style. It's just like. 
I'm going to Disney. I'm just going to fucking stay in Disney. Yeah. I'll go back for Universal and I'll do that some other time. Totally. I'm not one of these, like, I want to <laughs> bounce around. You know what right. I mean? It's supposed to be a vacation. Put it this too. way like, for Deutschtown Music Fest, I like find one area of the North Side and I fucking stay in it. Yep. Like, Same. if I'm not going to go across the North Side to watch my friend's band, I'm not going to Universal. <laughs> totally. Let's put no. it that way. I think that's completely reasonable. <laughs> that's a good way to think about it, too. So, right. we didn't quite, I mean, you know, the Zells are a thing. You're a, a rock and roll band, we'll say, right? You have guitars yeah. and drums and, you know, singing and yelling and things mm. like that. But how would you describe it if you want to get into the sub-genre war of 2019? <laughs> uh, what was the post-pop punk? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where that came I, from. The Thermals it's... said that years ago, and, and I, uh, it always sort of resonated with me. Um, I think it's it's one of those interesting things where we all we kind of all came up in, like, the aughts, right? So it was like... With, you know, by osmosis, we were exposed to all that, like, early pop punk, you know, like, Saves the Day, Blink-182, all that. And so I think that kind of does slide through just uh, to our, our jovial sort of spirit in our sound. Um, but we hear a lot, like, people say, like, slacker rock, slacker punk. Uh, we definitely, you know, like pavement. We definitely like chilling. Uh, we definitely like relaxing and hanging out. Sure. So. There's, yeah, there's, there's like a, an almost, like, grunge, you know alternative 90s thing mixed with like that late 90s early 2000s you know pop punk thing it's just kind of all in the pot yeah mm. definitely yeah. and i think it's it's really yeah just kind of like meshing all of those influences almost like the stuff that you know i feel like the the pop punk type stuff is maybe when we all started picking up instruments and then as we moved you know like through high school and into adulthood we like we're like oh the 90s though you know so it's nice to kind of have that merger within there totally but yeah man yeah uh like how it, there's like two different types of post-punk where it's like one is like echo and the bunny men and then the other kind of post-punk is like sounds like way more fucked up with like yeah uh, television personalities and like yeah. swell, swell maps and stuff like that um well like you have like like there's even like some of the stuff where it's like the post-punk stuff and the no wave stuff and it's like where does that line right, cross right. you know what i mean yeah like it's, it's really weird it's strange because post-punk is just a, like a blanket term but to me those two types of Rock music are completely different, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, the one where it sounds everyone has like thick Cockney accents and they everything sounds all fucked up. Uh-huh. That's like I'm more geared towards that. But same, oh. <laughs> yeah. We really like like the Libertines too. Like they've been kind of like a huge influence the last like two years. Mm. Just getting really into that. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. So you crazy cats got a release coming up, right? Indeed. No More Heroes, October 11th. You're doing a release show. Yes. Yeah. We can plug that real quick. It's, it howlers, yep. isn't it? Howlers, Jeez. yeah. It'll be eight days from now or when this episode comes out. Hell yeah. Um, Memory math. boy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's um really incredible lineup. String Machine, Rave on Me. Cruel Intentions. Intentions. The, uh, you know, hottest, newest band on the on the market. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, we're looking uh, forward to it. Great friends of ours. Uh, all the bands playing are great. Really good friends of ours, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shout outs to String Machine. They were mm-hmm. on the show recently. Uh, Rave Ami is going to be on in a couple weeks. Nice. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> They're fun. Are you having all three of them? Uh, whoever wants to show up. Nice. I said, hey, let's do this. I don't know if they're all going to show up. You're we'll all see. more than we'll welcome if you're, you know, if you're we'll out see there. Who shows if, you up. Get, if you get Pat out here, this is a challenge. Pat, if you end up showing up, I'll be very impressed. Uh, <laughs> I'm for many words in the public eye. But once you're friends with Pat, he'll just talk nonstop. Uh, yeah, like we're really good friends with Rave on me, but also like fuck those guys. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, get, I get it. There's the, that's good to have a little uh, little 
uh, not sibling rivalry, but you know, to the extent, you know, peer rivalry. Uh, we just, we invent fake beef on Twitter. And yeah, we are really trying to, to do this like, whole like, WWE wrestling thing I like, with them. You know? I actually like love them so much. It's hard. I can't really stay. I can't stay in character. <laughs> <laughs> They definitely, in some way, of like all the bands we've kind of met. I, I think Rave on Me just has like a very similar origin story. Like they all like grew up together and stuff like that. And uh, except for Tyler, who we met through Trash Bag and everything, the rest of the Zells, we all grew up together. Like we've been basically playing together since we were like 15, 14. So um, yeah, always just felt that like kindredness with yeah. uh, with Rave on Me. Yeah, there's a there's like a certain uh, energy around bands like Rave on Me and the Zells and other bands that we can mention. That it's just like I don't want to say it's not like a carefree energy, but just a very like just like chill, like don't fucking stress about it, dude. Just fucking <laughs> let's just play. Right. And it's mm-hmm. always like very comforting to see that because some demographics of music, like so where I come from, I mainly exist in two different worlds. I exist in the hip hop world and I exist in the heavy metal world. And there's not a whole lot of chilling in either of those worlds because there's a lot of I don't know. The energy is just different. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, in, in the hip hop world, you get a lot of ego Mm. in the metal world. You get a lot of ego too. Just like, that's like a different brand of it. And then, but with a lot of the more, whatever rock that you're playing, you know, it's just like, it's so chill. And I love hanging out with people in those bands and going to those shows. It's just a different energy from the crowd in that environment. And, I don't know. What do you think that is? Totally. I think like uh, in, in different like metal experiences I've had, there's like such an eye towards like precision, right? It's kind of like, yeah. like I mean, the musicianship is like really emphasized and it's just sort of like, you know, you have to be like, like hitting this mark like every time, which is cool because I mean, it's a way to like continue to challenge yourself. Um, but then I do feel like it, it, it creates a lack of that in, entirely of that relaxed vibe we're kind of talking about, you know? Yeah, it's, like, it, it's, it's hard sometimes with watching heavy metal it's like am i watching a performance or am i watching like a clinic like an yeah. instructional video totally, <laughs> totally. Right. <Or> like, <laughs> no one drops a stick or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's like where like something exciting happened like someone mess up you know right but, <laughs> but it's such an interesting thing though because like a lot of people that are into that realm it's like they they crave that perfection it's like that's right. what they want and i can't imagine living my life that way oh me yeah. either how, how do you how, how are you how are you both about like you know being uh perfectionists and practicing and stressing over that sort of stuff or you just like chill about everything what do you stress about what stresses you out definitely i feel um i mean we practice like every week and we're very like like on mondays we all like it have takes off up the entire, the entire day is like zelda but that's because we're half chilling half practice there's a lot of chilling that's that why it takes from, that's why we get there at yeah, noon or try. Or Don't really start to like two thirty. <laughs> have to like watch a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. pretty hard. Have Catch up on memes. Exactly. Yeah. They're a huge meme exchange. Someone has to eat for the first time at like four p.m. <laughs> yeah, totally. it's usually like right when we're about to start practicing. Someone's like, "Oh, I forgot to eat. Like, I should do that." Like, all right, all right we'll chill for another half hour. But no, I mean, I think uh, one thing that definitely stresses me out is like anytime we try to plan a tour, uh, we're like in that process right now. We've yeah. like we just got we're doing we're kind of splitting up. Like in October, we're doing a little East Coast run. 
and then November we're doing a little Midwest run. So we got all the East Coast stuff settled. Now we're doing the Midwest, and it's like, I don't know. It's one of those things where there's just so much juggling between like, all right, like I want to, you know, be very kind, but I need to kind of be a little bit of a dick to make sure that like this happens in the timeline I need it to. Assertive. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Assertive is probably a much better word. Um, so that can be stressful at times. And and then also just like equipment issues stress me out. Like well, I feel like we're <laughs> yeah, always that's like, like our, our eternal curse <laughs> is uh, just, yeah, I don't know if it's having bad equipment. Just, it's definitely partially having bad <laughs> equipment. We don't have a lot of money, <laughs> but For you know, sure. but we've we always been the same shit for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, I think we've gotten a much better handle on it than we did back in the day. Definitely. I have to say, I like, have to hope. I mean, geez. we don't break strings at every show now. Yes. Not every show. Yeah. Many shows. We're pretty proud of that. Yeah. That's good. I'm, I'm glad you got past that. But I think that that's just evolution is a natural thing. If as long as your head's in the right spot, yeah, right, and things you continue to grow and expand as Absolutely. human beings. So now you've you've yeah. grown and you've expanded into getting this new release that you're putting out. One more time, a plug: No More Heroes, October 11th. <laughs> that's the release show and the release date yes. for. The project. And yes. I'm assuming that's going to be, be all over the internet place. Yep. It'll be all on all, all the things. Stuff, all the streams. And on cassette. Um, courtesy of Crafted Sounds. Crafted Sounds. Big uh, shout out. Excellent! <laughs> oh, that's genius. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Connor Murray, shout out. I don't know Love where we'd guy. be without Connor. Uh, Sweetheart. You know, just started off a, a handsome boy in overalls in his dorm room in City Paper. <laughs> and yeah. now he's you like know. one of our best friends. That was my first reaction. He's I was like, who the fuck is this kid? And he's like, <laughs> just like charming as fuck, started yeah. a label, I guess. And then. Yeah, he thought yeah. we were assholes. Yeah. Well. Um, but <laughs> now we're like really good asshole, friends. He did. No, he said that. He, no, he, he did. I, I don't us. think I thought he was an asshole, but I was definitely like a healthy skepticism, you know, well, of a new person on the scene. That, now we're, now we're that, good that, buds. That's so natural. And that's such a weird thing. I think that for me, it just comes from getting burned by so many lame motherfuckers yeah. over the course of my life that like, I just always feel like someone's out to get me. But like... Let's get my fucking ego in check for a second. Right, like, right, you know, right. like it's I'm like, not that important, but it's just like people can be really, really terrible. So it's like sometimes anytime I see somebody new doing something or like like somebody new started a podcast, for example, it's like, sure. oh yeah, like why the fuck are you doing this? <laughs> you know? But at the same time, it's like they could do whatever they want. <laughs> right, right, right. But like part of me, I'm not gonna lie, it's still there. Oh yeah, totally. And and that's the thing. And it's like and Or I think, like I see a show that I feel like I should have been on. It's like, why am I not on that oh, show? Yeah. That's a real feeling <laughs> for uh, yeah. sure. It's and then you feel so silly as like, soon as you check yourself on it. Titus uh -huh. Andronicus. Yeah. <laughs> you get all these like the best bands like ever. Like, oh shit. Like, couldn't you have used a Zell on that gig? But no, it's you know, you always feel silly when you check yourself after. But I do think that honestly, that is the thing that stands out the most about Connor is he's like incredibly selfless like hmm. he's so self-motivated like to have that balance of being so self-motivated but so selfless is amazing like he really just gives a shit about the music and the scene and it's 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 awesome like that's what you need like I think that's how a scene you know especially like in these like different pockets of indie rock like we saw that happen in Richmond with Citrus City uh we've seen that happen like in Brooklyn like with like Exploding in Sound and like all these labels that we really like and there was no one really doing that in Pittsburgh um in the way that Connor was and he's like really filled a niche so it's it's really cool yeah, no, I think that it's awesome to have people like Connor and just everybody else from promoters to people running venues to just bands in general that want to fucking play and that yeah. are passionate. And it's really interesting running this show because I meet so many different people from so many different pockets. So I'm really exposed to things. But 
it's so common for me to like sit here and talk to people about like somebody like Connor Murray and they have no fucking idea who I'm talking about. <laughs> There's like this huge thing, but it's like, you know, somebody from, you know, X metal band or whatever. It's just right. like, it's not a, a world that even exists to them. Yeah. I mean, and it is sort of like, it's, it's still expanding. It's always going to be, of course, but like, you know, it's, um, I think as far as like, it's not like a household name exactly. Like, you know, sure. like, it's not like, well, well, I mean like what really is exactly in I, terms of like the type of shit that we like, like, yes. like, <laughs> like Titus Andronicus is not a household name. Like a lot of people know who I don't they know what are. I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, like someone's like, you know, middle-aged parents or something are going to be like, oh yeah, crafted sounds, that's uh-huh. the jazz or whatever. <laughs> It's just um, so funny because there's always this never-ending conversation about, like, how small Pittsburgh is. But I think it's just people, like, get into these small bubbles and they don't take the time to, like, think about how much actually does exist outside of themselves. Oh, which yeah. is, like, one of the main reasons I do this show is because there's just – there's so much. You have mm-hmm. no Dude, goddamn idea. And, and that's the other thing. I think that's sort of what I was trying to get at but wasn't quite forming the thought. But And we've talked about this more, you know, more than once or twice. Um, just uh, people in Pittsburgh that just have a lot of negative shit to say about like, oh, there's nothing, like nothing cool is happening here. There's no good music. And Yeah, those are like, those are people that like haven't left their house in five years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Right. Or yeah, that's like a band they like hasn't come to Smalls in five years like, they haven't gone to a show. Or like searched the internet. Like, <laughs> you don't even have to walk outside. Well, that's what I was going to speaking to that. Um, like, if you just search like the Pittsburgh Bandcamp tag, like, there's all this crazy like house and electronic music and like mm-hmm. awesome metal that like again is not on my personal radar because that's just not the circles I run in. But then you see that and you're like, holy shit, there is such a great like incredible capacity. Yeah, so I mean, many different things. I feel like if you're if you're looking for something and you have positive intent, you'll find it. Totally. Like you can go to Olive Garden and have a great meal. Fuck yeah. If you go there with the right attitude. With the family, man. But the right you, attitude it, it, and the it, family. Yeah, if you fucking, but if you're just like, oh, like you're walking into a place and you're like, this is going to be shit from the jump. It's <laughs> all going to be shit. Totally. So you need to just, I don't know, but how do you get people to be positive that just want to not yeah. be positive? <laughs> like some people just don't, it's just not in their DNA. DNA. <laughs> I need to, that's, a, that's a drop that I need, dude. Yeah. Fuck. All right, noted. For next time. Jurassic we'll Park soundboard. I Incredible. just finished the Bill and Ted one. I'm going to do Jurassic Park next. Yes. Mark my words. <laughs> That'd be it's tough. Coming, do you have, uh, what's that one line? He's like, you did it. You son of a bitch. You did it or whatever. Uh-uh. Oh. Is that from Jurassic Park? Well, that's what he's saying. He needs to get the Jurassic Park one. He's got yeah, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't made the Jurassic Park one But yet. that's a good I one to add. To. That's I'm not you next... have to have an entire Jurassic Park soundboard. <laughs> no, just... no. I'm going to make it an entire <laughs> Jurassic Park soundboard. 1,000. <laughs> so that'll be I on. want a dino no, roar. This thing, this, I want a dino roar. This, oh, we'll do that because this, this, this motherfucker updated so they added extra soundboard banks on the firmware update. <laughs> nice. So now I'm just trying to burn through them. Nice. Anything I could do, Jurassic Park. Can you give good us idea. Can you give us a little something? Iron Maiden? Excellent. <laughs> this is the Bill and Ted so soundboard. <gasps> Kiana, we love you. Something, something strange is afoot at the Circle K. Oh right? uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good drop, but it would make no sense to ever use it for right. anything. <laughs> so here's a good question. All right, if so, remember like Ace Ventura. 
Mm-hmm. Ace Ventura has that scene when like Jim Carrey's running through the club and Cannibal Corpse is playing. Yeah. If the Zells could be in any movie ever, what movie would the Zells want to be in? Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what can we all come together well, on? Well, I've been watching Twin Peaks: The Return, <laughs> and uh, he ends he ends uh, like almost every episode with just like some dream pop band he David Lynch likes. Yeah, <laughs> and um, actually, the, one of the craziest episodes that everyone talks about, episode eight, had Nine Inch Nails on it, which is fucking an amazing scene. But anyway, and it's not it's not just <laughs> a scene where the band's in the background. Sometimes the band's just in the background, but. Most of the time, it's like just the band. Like it's like a yeah. But anyhow, so that's my choice. I would hear it in like a Kevin Smith type thing, okay. like Mallrats or some shit well, like is there, that. There's I no band like... in Mallrats though. I mean, we need a movie where there's a band. Yeah, there's right? like a remember Idle Hands, The Offspring played yes. the prom. <laughs> yes. And then what did you have? Um, was it? Uh, what fuck? What is that movie? Euro Trip has Fallout yeah. Boy in it. Oh I think. God. Yeah. Like what that. really? It's Euro Trip or Road Trip or. One of those movies. They came out like the no, same. No, no, no. Around the it's, same time. It's the one. Fuck. Yeah, it's Road Trip or Euro Trip. It's the one where like the uh, the the one person meets the other person online and they're doing all the sexy talk. So like he goes to meet that person. Is that like Sex Drive? Sex Drive. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Totally, sex Drive. Totally, totally. Ah, I do remember that. Fallout Boys oh and my, Sex that Drive. That guy with the glasses. That, that's the he one. Is funny. I forgot about that fucking yeah. movie. Yeah. 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 Provocative. That's yeah. uh, road, road Trip's got your boy Tom Green in it, though. Yeah, Road Trip Phil, has Tom yeah. Green. I've been listening to a lot of Tom Green. Yeah, lately. the new Tom Green shit is fucking sick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the song Hong Kong, he like, he's like <laughs> rapping, and it's like weirdly good. I don't know. Well, I mean, he started out doing <laughs> I know, hip-hop. I know, yeah. but yeah. it's like, he's like, it's just, it's it's like funny, but like you're also like fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then his his shit. other songs are are crazy. Like he's like doing like some like. Oh, this is probably a wrong way to describe it, but like his other song, he's also still running around in Hong Kong in these videos, and he's like singing like some really like I don't know like power like stadium rock kind of sounding shit, and uh, it's very strange but very fascinating. Um, I would love to have been on uh, Late Night with Conan O'Brien back when that was still a thing. Oh, okay, he was still on NBC. Uh, it's not really a movie, I know, but yeah, no, that that'd be tight. Uh, was there a, ba- a band, any uh, band in Harold and Kumar? Because I, I used to, <laughs> I used to watch that movie like every night when be. I was thirteen. Well, well, we could say a movie that didn't have a band, but you could yeah. be in it, right? We could just you know the add Shining. A oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe I don't know. maybe uh, maybe you some know I don't, no, 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 no. don't want to be in The Shining. You're right. You're right. That's That'd be weird. weird. It'd be movie. fun to be like a swing bin in the hotel or something. But yeah, I don't know. Twin, I was Twin I was viewing your question as like the, the soundtrack. To, like we used to have, oh, we have this old is, song. Oh what? I'm, I'm sorry. sorry, dude. I'm just. Fuck Did you say Spy Kids? I got twi- no, no, no. <laughs> but that would be sick. Um, I, have, I have Twin Peaks brain right now. Okay. It's really bad. But there is a band in the Twin Peaks movie, Fire Walk With Me. Um, pretty dark. I don't know if we should really be in that movie either. I think you should you be know? in Spy Kids. Yeah, I, think Spy I like Kids. Spy Kids, Spy Kids too. I think we're more of like, we could be in Floop's like weird thing <laughs> that he has. Like We're just on Floop's TV show. I watched Spy Kids pretty recently, actually. It's pretty fresh on the brand. Mm. Antonio Banderas is just like trying to keep his family together. It's good. It's good. 
It's a good one. Spy Kids. It's not just Antonio Banderas, man. It's not just, you know, he's not the one doing all the work. It's, uh, no, I know, but I feel like that's one of the subplots. Steve, he's just trying to... Steve Bush... I say Steve Buscemi. I don't He's in the it, second one. You're, you're delving okay. into Spy Kids 2. I see. I see. That, that's like Island of whatever. Or Island something. of Lost Dreams or something yeah, like that. Yeah, totally. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know a lot of Spy Kids. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Great series. I'm a Robert Rodriguez fan. What can yeah. I say? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. Nice. Yeah. So we got some Zell's listener questions. Oh, yeah? Specifically for the Zell's. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. All right. You want to dig into some listener questions? Sure. Wow. Let's fucking do this. (laughs) This will be fun, right? Absolutely. All right. So I guess uh, let me get all of these awkward Facebook messages off my screen real quick, and then I'll I'll drop this over onto the TV. We can't see what's on the... Oh, yes, you can, because I'm about to drop it over here. Whoa. All right. Okay. So, uh, Stephen Lynn asks, Who are their... (laughs) (laughs) Who are their smash mains, though? Ness. Excellent Stephen Lynn question. Uh, I'm a a Link guy, uh, but also been known to uh, dabble in Fox. Yeah, Ness all the way. um, But what who else do I play? Are we, are we talking we talk, about 64? We play N64 I like Diddy Kong. I like Diddy Kong a lot. Okay. Yeah. Diddy Kong was my secondary on Brawl, which I never even owned, but I played at my friend's house. But uh, I guess Ness and I'd play as um, Luigi is my other, is my secondary. That's your backup? That's my backup. I would say I used Link to fuck you guys up Fox. with Luigi. Uh, yeah, you were good with Luigi. <laughs> I was I don't arguably better dominant. With, I was almost better with Luigi than I was with Ness because I don't know. It's easy to get knocked off with Ness a lot. But anyhow, yeah, we have one friend who's like a lethal Pikachu. Like I think there's certain characters that if you just master them, especially in the N64 Smash, you can just dominate like anyone. But yeah, yeah, great game. I think great question. Most most of the DIY scene would absolutely destroy us at Smash. To be fair, because yeah. We we're competitive. We're a little bit out of practice. Right we're now. we're we are out of practice, and we've only like, like we played each other a lot, and like our one friend Caleb would just always mops the, the Pikachu with us so, every time. So if that's like an indicator that if we were to go up to uh, Mister Roboto and try to play like Stephen Lynn or Claire, we would probably just. Or I know Harrison Thurman's really good as well. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, they would by, absolutely. By the way, Claire, I was wondering Claire's with Claire. A- Okay, this is the real <laughs> And it'll probably say a lot about us more than I even know. Like, so I'm going to give you uh I'm going to give y'all an idea and I want you to run with it because we did this with Grey Walker. Um so we had a show that was a Marvel versus Capcom 2 tournament between the bands and we played to headline the show. Do you say Marvel so, versus Capcom 2? Yeah. The one that is still 2D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dreamcast. Yeah, so yeah, we brought a projector and a Dreamcast to the venue, and like the whole first hour of the show was just all the bands playing each other. <laughs> that's, we had like guitar, that's awesome. guitar player Yo. did like the whole brackets, and we did so. Y'all should do it with Smash. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I'd be down. Um, Rave on me where you at? Let's so, go. Yeah, whoever whoever organizes Smash tournament, hit us up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Marvel so, versus Capcom too. Such a beautiful game like the artwork oh yeah it's killer um yeah I, that's nostalgic for me speaking of universal and nintendo how are y'all feeling about nintendo land coming to universal very interesting are they <laughs> did that replace simpsons land though 
No, I think they're no, they're building an entirely new park. Oh no, shit. Yeah, it's gonna wow. be like uh, Epic Universe. I think is the wow. name of it. It's like an entirely new. Yeah, section. realm. Yeah, that's cool, man. I dig that. I, I'm assuming there's like a Mario Kart ride or something. Yeah, I, mean, I remember hearing the, about it briefly. The rumors, you know, Sounds you get dope. a Mario Kart thing. I'm really keeping my fingers crossed for like a a, a Donkey Kong minecart sort oh, of thing. That would be really, yeah, really cool. Absolutely. Hell yeah, That'd be awesome. This boy wants to catch some bananas. Yeah, <laughs> I, want God, be, yeah. I want it to be death defying though. <laughs> like it actually jumps the track and shit. <laughs> Got to jump over an alligator. I would like like a Mario 64 ride in that castle. That game used to like freak me out so bad that I would just have to turn it off at certain points. <laughs> I can't deal with this. That's a lot of games. Shit. A lot of games for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is very cool though. That's very interesting. But I've never been to any like Disney place, man, other than the Disney store. Okay. We should yeah, always go to Kennywood soon. I want to ride that new roller coaster. Oh, dude, it is so tight. Don't is get me Disney, started. Is it a Disney is it roller coaster? Good? I figured it would be that good. No, there's a new, the the Steel Curtain at Kennywood. Oh, nice. I don't know the it's exact statistics, but thing. it sure is. Well, I do know for a fact it is the first roller coaster ever named after a professional sports team. So, yeah. go Steelers. Wow. But it also held some, like, actual records for roller coasters, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Would you like to hear them? I d- yeah, I'm very interested. <laughs> I could tell you the few that I remember. Good. Go for it. Okay, oh. so. Is the, it is the tallest roller coaster in Pennsylvania. Sure. Okay. I, I believe it has a record for inversions. Yes. Nine, like nine inver- I believe. Nine yeah. Is that inversions. when you like go upside down? Yes. Sure is. Nine oh, inversions. I was kidding. You were serious? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, you got it. And <laughs> it also has the tallest inversion in the world. It like 215 feet. Wow. It's sick. That's insane. And the thing that's really nice about a lot of these... Oh, that, that like a, that's like a low-key, like, I need a beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I figured I'd have more... Here. I actually yeah. have more space over here. Yeah, no, here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll get pull, that. I'll if you want a bartend, yeah, you can just kind of yeah, fill mine up, too. for you guys. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, and the thing that's really cool, and I've been talking to about this, I've been talking about this to a lot of people. My laptop screen's really bright. My face is all blue. Get that out of here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, God, I wish I would have caught that earlier. I'm like a fucking Smurf over here. <laughs> Smurf, Smurfy boy on a roller coaster. <laughs> Anyways, so with the steel curtain and a lot of newer roller coasters, they have it locked in so that the rides are so fucking smooth. So even though on paper it's like this crazy ride, it's like you feel like you're a goddamn eagle or something just soaring all smooth through the air because it's not all like... Like kick your ass, like how OG Steel Phantom was, right, or how right, like right. a lot of ro- wooden roller coasters Jack are. Jackrabbit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which all those rides are tight. Shoutouts to the Jackrabbit turns yeah. 100 years old this year. No shit. Yeah, Damn. that's another reason to be at Kennywood this year. Yeah, the Jackrabbit. The Jackrabbit and the Racer. They're two of the top five operating wooden roller coasters still in existence. Wow. Oh yeah, love how about I love Kennywood that breaking I all these records? Made of wood. Uh huh. And they're old as fuck. It's so and sick. So I love that aspect so- of them. Dude, um, how DIY are wooden roller coasters? They're incredibly DIY. They're the most DIY. It's insane. Jackrabbit is DIY Dude, AF. It's incredible that there's just like every time you go on the Jackrabbit, there's a moment where you fear for your life if you're in the last two seats. That's that's what you want. Like yeah. That's what you want, you know? Yeah, dude. I love Kennywood. I'm a season Me pass too. holder. Nice. Uh, my... Once, you know, eventually this music thing isn't going to, it's going to, it's going to taper off at some point and I'm going to need to have an, an old, an old person hobby. My old person hobby is I want to join one of those roller coaster enthusiast groups that like Sick. take the buses around the country and ride all the roller coasters. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that existed. Oh but I yeah. Love that, the roller coaster enthusiasts of America. Yeah, it wow. exists. Is it like a club? It's a club. Nice. And you go like as a group. Yep. That's fun. Mm-hmm. That's really, really It's fun. super sick. <laughs> 
I, Some, um, sometimes, I to, like sometimes, you'll be at a theme park and they're there and they're having meetings and they all have like cute little matching T-shirts and stuff. Uh, that's yeah, fucking yeah. adorable. That's I love awesome. it. Like I want to. I want to get into that. that and model trains. That's gonna be my fucking nice. model shit. Trains. That's oh yeah, sick. dude. Nice. I really, really dig that's that. My, that's my game plan right now. <laughs> Mine are, uh, if we're here in ten years, we'll see what happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've always been really fond of beekeeping. Uh, okay. So ceramics and beekeeping. Those mm. are the two weird hobbies mm. I want to get into. I think they're both fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have any weird hobbies that I really like? Well, Phil started acting recently. Oh, that's true. Can I pass that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I just got into that. That's fun. I guess I was in a couple music videos over the summer. Sure. Um, Oh, yeah. We got a new music video that will be out by the time this episode is. And I was like, I think I'm going to become like a music video extra guy. (laughs) And then uh, my friend Vince um, and and Brad as well, who Vince is the director and Brad's cameraman just asked me if, I wanted to act in their movie. It's because some guy quit or whatever. And <laughs> so they asked me if I wanted to be the lead. I've never even acted before. But um, yeah, the statement this is uh, it, we're filming it right now. And uh, my first acting experience has been pretty fun. I actually j- literally just came from doing that. Um, I'm in, actually basically in costume right now. That's oh. why I have all this pomade in my hair. Oh, okay. Oh, that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you wondering what was wrong with my hair? <laughs> I thought it just looked especially doing. dapper. Before we get too far off Kennywood, I just want to do a quick shout out to Adventureland. I love Adventureland. That's a great film. You know? It's, it's really, it's, I don't know. Makes me feel good about people. I was thinking about that earlier when we were talking about being, yeah. being a yeah. movie and stuff. Oh, yeah. That would actually be a great movie for us. Because it's so, like, my, it's so about the replacements and stuff, too. I think it was my mom or maybe... I think pretty sure it was my mom. She was like mind blown by the Adventureland recently. She didn't know it existed. She didn't know. Oh. And I was like, oh yeah, mom, it's a video or a movie they filmed in in Kennywood. Right in Kennywood Park. And um, different other parts of Pittsburgh as well, didn't was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mostly like, you know, they're around like Homestead and they actually filmed some of the shots in like McCandless. I remember it. I right. like, did a little bit of research about it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I love Kennywood. I love Fright Night. I think we, we should try to organize a... Uh, Organize a fright night. We're down. Or like DIY Kennywood Day. DIY yeah. Kennywood Day. That'd oh, that awesome. would be sick. I haven't been there. We could get a fucking. We years. could get a pavilion. I've been there since what you, oh, 13. that's a great idea. Let's get yeah. a pavilion. Oh, DIY yeah, forgot, listeners are going to Kennywood Day. What do, what do y'all do on October twelfth? It's a Saturday, uh, day after No More Heroes drops. Oh. Yeah, probably being super hungover. Um, and <laughs> we were actually. You asked, think you could get your shit together by five p.m. when Kennywood opens? <laughs> I can. I Is definitely it for can. Fright Night. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's. Cool. I would be super down for that. Um, I will honestly consider it because I requested the day off. I don't know if Jamie's. Gonna, I don't know if Jamie's going to give it to me or not. Nice. She fucking better though. Yeah, I, I, th- I think I think we should do. A, I'm super down. A DIY fright night. I would love that. Fun. I would love that. Tell, tell everybody. I, well, You're all that's coming. the last time I had been to Kennywood was for Fright Night when I was like 13, and we it was like it was like a year? night of like a mo- like or th- 13 year old like emotional roller coaster stuff with like this girl I really liked. Oh, that's the real ride at Kennywood when you're little is the emotional roller coaster. Yeah, you know? like did well, you get to hold someone's hand? You're trying to hold a <laughs> hand. Did you make out in the gold rush? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, the, the school, classic question. The, the, hold school, a hand. the school picnic to Kennywood is no joke. <laughs> everything, <your> <laughs> everything goes down there. And um, yeah, so that was and that was a uh, it's crazy. Real like, quick, car sick. On the I will home. say, uh, so my senior no eleventh grade Kennywood picnic. I uh my my favorite Kennywood picnic story, and I don't think I've ever told this before, so I'm Ooh. glad that I thought about this. Uh, so there's a band called uh, Iced Earth, and they're like a power metal band, pretty sick. 
Mm-hmm. But anyways, they have this shirt that just, it's like, you know, the logo on the front and some artwork. And then on the back real big, it just says, fuck posers. <laughs> <laughs> and I wore it to my 11th grade Kennywood picnic. And then I had to turn it inside out. Oh, Shit. man. That's so disappointing. That's awesome, though. Wait I, wonder, I wonder if they do that nowadays. I still have that shirt. Yeah. I, sh- I should bring that back out. I should bring that back. You should. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like a 2XL. It's like Fuck this yeah. gigantic shirt. Yeah. Oh, good play. That's awesome. Where you know, did you go to high school, Zags? Woodland Hills. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Go Wolverines. That's tight. That's tight. <laughs> Nice. Uh, speaking of high schools, you're really and good with mascots, man. I, you I, always do I, that. I pride my, I, it's my, it's one of my favorite go-to jokes. Someone, Anytime anyone says they're from a place, I think of whatever mascots. You, it's is crazy. With that. But like someone mentions like a college I've never even heard of before that they went to, and you're like, oh yeah, go wild, Wildcats. Right? I know it's funny. I, <laughs> How do you know that? I don't know. It's I like college go, basketball. You're like you go also. green pigs. Some <laughs> some people are like blue cocks yeah. or whatever. Well, that's the Horn Frogs. Let's get to the next uh, question. Speaking of Pittsburgh, Kelly Phillips asks, do you embrace Pittsburghese or actively shun it as a slang slash language? We stand Pittsburghese, actually. Um, I said we embrace. Yeah, we absolutely embrace it. Um, Our our families are – it's strange because I don't think, you know, we inherited it, like, exactly from our parents because – my parents have a really heavy <laughs> set of mine and my aunts and uncles and everyone as well. Some of my cousins even actually like even my older siblings, my older cousins. I think it's kind of for some reason because we're younger and we don't like have a uh, thick of a Pittsburghese accent. Um, but it definitely is. It's definitely embrace it. And it's also like to the to the point where I've even thought, I don't know, because, you know, we all write songs in the cells and we all sing. Um, and sometimes like I, I just legitimately can't distinguish my own voice from specifically like Phil or Frank's. And I often wonder if that's cause we all just have this like weird nasally, like North Pittsburgh way of talking, sure. you know? Uh, but we don't, yeah. we never say like yins or anything. There is interestingly enough, uh, on failure to slide, which is the album we put out last year, actually Tyler, who is from Delco outside of Philly, um, named a song, the fair one, which is very specific Pittsburgh slang. Are you familiar with the fair one? Uh-uh. Oh, so it's just, it's just a one-on-one fight. The fair one is just okay. like, so, and that's, are you doing like a Steve Albany thing here where like people in Chicago or whatever are going to be like, no dude, the fair one's a fucking Chicago well, it thing could, or whatever. It, it could be, I could be a more of a universal than I expect, but anyone that really grew <laughs> up like in, yeah. in, I would call it the Allegheny River Corridor because I've heard like kids who grew up like a lot of kids in like Sharpsburg and like, you know, like Shaler at Namilville, like then over in Lawrenceville, yeah. Stan Heights. It was just that's how you like if you wanted to fight someone, yeah. you're just like, yo, you, you want the fuck, fair one? Yeah, like, gonna, I never heard that. We're going to oh, fuck each other really up. Funny. It's, one of uh, us is going to get knocked out yeah. or be bleeding like the fair one. It's not the it's, fair one. It's like a, it's an entity. Okay. It's a thing, you know. Yeah, it's like rock and sock and robots. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up over humans. in like Hulkensburg, Regent Square area, right. doing like so the east that, side, very yeah, the east thing, end. Yeah, and uh, I guess to answer Kelly's question, like I, I don't have like a like a whole like yins or worsh in my accent or sure. anything. But with that being said, I still feel like I just genuinely embrace anything that is Pittsburgh as fuck. Yeah. Totally. Like I'm mm-hmm. super into it. Like I don't even like sports, but if somebody's super into sports, I'm like word. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah, like I will unironically go to Permanis because I fuck oh, with Permanis. Me too. I mean, it has it's to be great. strip me district too. to I Oakland love, or Southside. I, I, right, right, right. I love that combination. That's, yeah. that's super sandwich, legitimately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like fuck people are like, you know, the accent's so ugly. It's like, 
You're boring. We're all you know? ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is ugly. It's pretty ugly town, actually. Yeah. Think about it. But, but um, yeah, I love things that are just Pittsburgh as fuck. And I think that's yeah. part of the reason why I really like living in Troy Hill, just because it's just so OG Pittsburgh up there. Because there's, there's there's nowhere to develop anything up there. So it's just not going to ever change. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> and that's and it's also just so isolated, right? Like the bus route doesn't go through there. So it's not really convenient to live in, you know, unless you, like, you have like a job close or like your transportation sorted out, you know. So it's not, I, it, even though it's one of my favorite neighborhoods in terms of like location, the views you have, like the architecture is awesome. Frank's Pizza, I already mentioned that earlier offline. Frank's Buffalo Chicken Pizza, quick plug. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm big. I love Troy Hill. I was up there a lot growing up. We had a lot of family up there. So yeah. speaking of food, let's say y'all just finished playing a show and you're like, fuck, I'm hungry. Where is the Zells going? But we want to get some good. post not getting some show grub. I don't give a I don't give a shit if it's fucking sheets or if you're oh, going to the okay. fucking commoner. I don't care. Where are you going? I guess we're kind Where's of a, the Zells going we, after a show? Kind of a Wendy's band, aren't we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Wendy's a lot. Uh, honestly, like the the Zell Hotel is the name of like where three of the Zells I lived there for a period of time as well live. Uh, it's, it's right on house. Dearborn, like in it's Garfield, like so hotel. very close to Spack and Roboto. Um, but we get Pizza Fiesta a lot because they're open till two. Yeah. I, I wish it was Pizza really Fiesta. Lovely of yeah. them to be open that late. Love that they do that. Pizza Fiesta's gyros are fucking sick, and I get them in a pinch. You know when I'm in a pinch, it's too late to get anything else. But like, I don't want to get too much. I want to order an entire fucking pizza. Yeah, I'm not gonna eat all that. Yeah, yo. There's been multiple times where specifically either with Pizza Fiesta or Joe and Pie, because it's so fucking cheap, I'll get a whole, I'll get a pizza. And it's like word. Like I don't feel like ordering a whole pizza right now, but you know what? I'll have food for the next couple of days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just sit I'll on it. I'll eat dude. that whole f- no, I don't. That whole <laughs> fucking thing is gone by the end of the night. Like I'll eat like three or four slices to start, and yeah, then it's just sitting on break. the counter. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to pee. Let me grab a slice of pizza too <laughs> while I'm at it. And then the next thing I know, I'm going to bed and the, the pie's gone. And I'm, you know. That's a definite power move, dude. I have to say though, my favorite like post show meal we ever had was like in I think it was after Blacksburg, Virginia. We went to a cookout. It's like this fast food chain that only exists in yeah. like Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. What is it? Cookout? Yeah. yeah. It's the shit. You can get like burgers and hot dogs for like a dollar fifty. Like you can spend six dollars and get like five yeah. different things. And they're all really good. Keegan fell in love with the cashier. Yeah. Our one and friend. she fell in love with him too. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. That was that was and then we were staying in Roanoke, which is like a good forty five minutes away from Blacksburg. So they like hung out. They chilled though. We were like in a where the fuck were we? In Virginia or something? That's what I just said. We were in yeah. Blacksburg. We went to cookout outside of Blacksburg. And then we stayed in Roanoke. Yeah. So, yeah. I think they ended up... Yeah, Sometimes you fall in love yeah. at the cookout. <laughs> you know? It just happens. And it, like, turns into an actual long-lasting relationship. Or, you know, almost. But. Yeah. <laughs> A long-lasting <laughs> string of awkward social media messages. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Again, thanks to Kelly Phillips for that question. Yeah, Shout great, out great question. to the, the great Tapestry Music Podcast. Kelly Phillips has her own podcast that focuses oh, on music and things like that. So if you're looking for another show to go on, I would I would hit up Kelly. Yeah. She's good she's good peoples. And she doesn't talk to enough people that aren't progressive metal dorks. So <laughs> you could uh, you could she'd be she'd probably be more than happy to talk to you. Nice. And then one more question from Bill Domino of who also has a podcast, Build the Scene. Shout-outs to him. He's been fucking doing that show for, like, over a decade. 
So that is a yeah. fucking champ. So shout outs to Bill. I don't think it's Dom, do, Domin, Dominate. Dom, I would say Damiano. Damiano. Bill Damiano. With a little yeah, Pittsburgh accent there. Fucking, Damiano, guys. That's Bill Pittsburgh Damiano. as fuck. So, uh, yeah. So Bill asks, if the Zells could go back in time and follow one band around for a year, who would they pick? Pavement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, they'd probably be a good time. There might be other bands that might be a better time, though. Like, um, I don't know. There's so many to pick. Who's yeah. like a really, like, uh, I don't even really listen to the, much of this band, but like Mud Honey, not Mud Honey. Yeah, Mud Honey seems yeah, like, Mud they'd Honey. Be like they'd like, be a pretty like good time. Old sub pop stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's not only about like who do I like think is, you know, really cool and, Music's great, but like, who would be like really fun to hang out with? You know, I can't. I say I pavement. I, you know, they're like, <laughs> we love their music. They're like the coolest guys ever right, from the right. looks of it. No, I think that'd be, you know, they went to like Europe a lot. I want to go to Europe. That's that cool. It's a hard question to answer, especially if you think about it. The way that I think about this question is following a band around and thinking about the way that the music scene was at the time that that band was blowing up and getting to actually like experience what that scene was like right you know whether you want to go back to like a like oh whenever like Jimi hendrix was a new thing like how mind how much of a mind fuck that was well, that's why or think about like early nirvana or mm. early smashing pumpkins or early nine inch nails like getting to see all that stuff yeah. like how sick would that right. be like that's some of that stuff is scary. It's like, all right, I've seen what it's like to follow fucking Motley Crue around for a year because they made that awful movie. <laughs> which I actually saw. I actually read that book when I was like 13 because my brother had it. And I shouldn't have not really shouldn't. Have, I mean, I don't know. I'm not to say I shouldn't have been reading it. But like, it's just as vile as the fucking movie, really. They just made it almost grosser, to be honest. But um, not, I don't know, barely. I didn't watch The but, Dirt. I I it's so bad. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I want to watch it, but I, there's also like so much other stuff I'd rather watch. I don't yeah. mean to sound like, like a, I'm still trying to finish the Dark Crystal right now, bro. Uh, <laughs> I don't shit. give a yeah, fuck about that. That's the shit. I haven't watched it yet. It's tight. It's really sad though. So yeah. you gotta, you know, you like I don't want to. You gotta, like you gotta prepare skill. your heartstrings for that one. Definitely. A lot of people think that movie is like really funny and like entertaining. Like, oh, with the dirt. It's like to me, it's like entertaining in a way that's like this hurts so bad to watch, sort of, but like. Like, I don't, like, it's just, I don't mean to sound like, you know, like a buzzkill or anything, because it's like, I like hate fun or something, but like, it's just <laughs> fucking atrocious and like, the acting, everything. It's like, I hate man, Pete no, why, why, would, you, why would you ever want to hang out with any of these Is it people? Machine Gun Kelly in that movie? Yes, yes he's he is. Tommy Lee. He's actually the best one in the movie. <laughs> yeah, he's weirdly the best actor. Yeah. Pete Davidson no sucks. Fuck Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson fucking sucks. Yeah, he's in that. <laughs> why, and he's like, is, he's like, why is Pete Davidson in that movie? Exactly. He's I like, don't know. No, he's I, like a um, record label kid, right? He's yeah, like the, he's like, he's like the, the young, label, the young yeah. guy the record label sends oh. in. Yeah, and he's um, like, so Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson are in a movie yeah. about Motley Crue. <laughs> yep. Yeah, That's and somehow what the people somehow who run Pete Netflix were like, this is what America needs right now. This is what everyone wants. Post Malone in it too, probably. And then he like made a song with He would have made it better. Like somehow Pete Davidson is. Is like the more detestable presence than Machine Gun Kelly in yeah, that. Certainly. Um, it's just like, man, I really wish this dude wasn't in this movie or, mm -hmm. or just in, in on the screen at all. Yeah. Um, huh. But, uh, no, maybe but that no, that a little is bit a, harsh. That's a good, that is a really, I like the way that you frame <laughs> that though, like thinking about the scene. And that, that's why, like, how did we get on this? Because oh, we were talking, talking about what, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Man. You wouldn't want to follow Motley Crue. No, and that. that's the thing. I really wouldn't go back into the 70s either with like Led Zeppelin or anything like that. Like I wouldn't really fuck with those guys. Would, I wouldn't really fuck with the Beatles because that just doesn't seem like it would be fun. Um, but the Beatles is where like pop culture started. Oh, no. My girlfriend's messaging me. Hello. Shout outs to Stacy. <laughs> Stacy. Oh, geez. Anything important? No. Something about a dog? Yeah. Murphy? Yeah, we're... we're, we're so we're taking care of everybody's pets right now. Uh, nice. Uh, so we're, we're dog sitting our friend's dog, Coco. And then our other friend that lives down the street is out of town. So we're watching their, well, actually Stacy's doing literally all of this. I'm not doing one bit of it, but Stacy's watching some cats. <laughs> nice. And I guess cat bit her. And oof. <sighs> oof. Yeah. Whatever you do. Animals are crazy. <laughs> they are. I'm just going to go on record real quick. We don't got to dive into this, but I think owning animals is incredibly selfish mm. and I have a really weird feeling about it. I'm just thinking about that now. But anyways, it has nothing mm. to do with the cells. I mean, pets are nice. I like pets, but yeah. the, the concept of like, oh, like you are my dog. Like that is weird. Like if you really think about it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's very strange. Like, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, know. I, cats and dogs are one thing, that, but like well, having why, like a lizard in a tank or like a betta fish in a little cube is like yeah, a, but different. It's, it's it's all like really weird. If you like, if, uh, again, we really shouldn't get into. This I think conversation. Aquari- aquariums are fucking weird. Hey, dude, not to be like a fucking <laughs> asshole, but do you mind if I view Zalto in here? <laughs> I don't think I care. All right, you sure? <laughs> I, I mean, I you can say no. Just like I don't think it's. I think it's fine. I want to be like a huge. I want to make one more comment on the pet thing. That's why I like cats. Because <laughs> when you have a cat, it's just kind of like having another roommate that like doesn't pay rent really and doesn't like do the dishes or anything. But they, you feel like they're living alongside you more so than like a dog kind of like needs you more. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's it just seems so. Yeah, just like selfish in a I weird way. Like having kids. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird thing to say and to bring up. It's a thought that I haven't even like really flushed out. It's just every time I think about like owning an animal, it's just like, why? Oh, dude, I can't go to the zoo anymore. And that sucks because I like I loved going to the zoo when I was little. But now the idea of it just fucks me up. I'm like, no, not 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 into that. It sucks. Well, I have mice in my house I didn't ask for. <laughs> like, <laughs> Same. I don't. I don't own them, obviously, because it's like I can't be like, "Hey, I want to hang out with my mouse tonight." That doesn't happen. I sometimes think it'd be nice if we could have a cat take care of the mice thing. They kind of do their own thing, right? I, I mean, that's a great way that the cat's feeding back to like, the roommate system. So it's, it's better like for it's roommate. better for a cat to be in a house than to be in. Hang. We have some cats that live on our porch, actually. Yeah, they but do. they don't do anything about the mice, but um. <laughs> We were trying to avoid this topic, right? <laughs> it's fine. All right, cool. I'm down to go on it. But uh, yeah, anyway. Well, you reel it back in. <laughs> you reel it back in. Roping, roping everything back in to the band. You know, No More Heroes, October 11th. Let's just dive into the album just a little bit. The nerdy right. aspects of the album. Where'd you record it? Who did it? Yeah. All those sorts of things. So it's six songs. Um, all recorded at... My house, me, me, Frank, and Tyler live there. Um, the they're, they're all the other. They're the, they're the Zell, Frank and Tyler are the Zells that are not here as well as Jackson. But me and Frank and Tyler, um, we live there. We did in our basement. Frank engineered everything, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and that was mastered and, by our buddy R.J. Gordon of Baked and Titus Andronicus. He's a bassist in Titus and Baked is his project. Yeah, and shit, cool. Love. Came friends with them over the past couple of years, and um, R.J. is 
such a nice dude. And he's really, really good at what he does. Yeah. Uh, so we're super happy with with how everything sounds. But um, yeah, and we have a we made a music video for a song coming out soon. We haven't released that yet, but pretty excited. Who to did see the that. video? Uh, again, Frank kind of directed that, and um, <laughs> yeah, and edited it. And but our friend Brad yeah. Barrett shot it. Yeah, Brad, who is actually also the director of photography for the uh, movie that I mentioned earlier that okay. we're doing. Yeah. Um, it's like an H.P. Lovecraft type thing. It's pretty, I get to like be tortured and stuff. In the video? In the, no. Well, oh, actually, in the movie. We, do, there, there we is, murder. There is a murder. We actually murder Brad in the music video. Spoiler it's, alert. It's pretty subtle. Yeah. It really, yeah. Most people I'm might willing, not catch it. I'm willing to get that, to give that spoiler out because it's. Well, this will be happens, coming out after the video. It happens so subtly that. You'd have to oh. be like one of those. Uh, so know, the, the video is already out at this point. At this point in time. Where oh, can, yeah, where can people see that shit? YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. I mean, where else would you What's watch the song called? Video? Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. So the Zell's Saturday. Yes. Music video. I don't That'll know. That'll be the, yeah, the second single for No More Heroes EP. Yeah. Um, where did the name No More Heroes come from, Phil? Is that that was sort of your doing? Or? Uh, I mean, I have my own take on it, but it's a little like yeah. I just thought I I just kind of like it. I thought it fit with the visual aesthetic that we were going definitely. with. Um, it's the name of a cool video game that I actually never got to play, but that exists. Uh, made by one of my favorite video game directors. Anyway, but yeah, you have like a more like meaningful like no, attachment I, to it. Mine just like I feel like you know. It, well, one, you know, we've, we kind of like hit this point, honestly, a couple of years ago, but I feel like this release kind of really captures it because we did everything in-house again. You know, we got back to like our roots. Like that's how we did everything pretty much um, until we did Failure to Slide. And, you know, it's sort of just like you hit a point where it's like, well, like we make music, you know, all the people who we look up to make music. They also just make music, but they've happened to have like a little bit more, you know, exposure and, and things, you know, not to say that we're as good as any band we like, but it's basically the idea of like, like kill your idols or whatever in a way, uh-huh. right? Like, it's kind of like, we don't need heroes anymore. Like, these are just people that we respect, you know, and there's not like, there's no outside force that we need to go to, to access anything that we want. Like mm-hmm. anything we can do is going to come internally anyway. So no more fucking heroes, like just, you know, the Zells and, and our friends. Also, make everything happen. The world is a terrible place, and everyone's at fault. (laughs) And uh, celebrities have proven themselves to be, you know, weak symbols of, uh, you know, just the general ills of the world. Uh, Not all of them, but a lot of them. I mean, uh, yeah, people. They're still just people. Yeah, and it's and that's something. I mean, we've gone through like so many fucking people we've met through doing music over the last like six years have just like let us the fuck down and just turned out to be like really shitty people. Sure. Yeah. You know, so it is, you know, you can't really, yeah, just not putting shit on a pedestal realizing that everybody is a person. Yeah, yeah. I stopped, you know. I like abandoned the the concept of having like a role model or yeah, totally. a hero a really long time ago. There's, you can learn from every single person you interact with, you know, but no one person is going to tell you the answer to everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I uh, fuck. I really don't want to quote a lyric of mine on the podcast, but it's just, it's relevant to what we're talking about right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, I actually, I wrote a song about this um, and pretty much the the chorus of the song is just like um, too wise to idolize anyone else. My only role model is my goddamn self. Mm. Hell yeah. And I think that that's That's like the way that people really should live. It's just like, you know, yourself and like the people around you. Yeah. And don't be so focused on like, I don't know, like trying to like impress people that you don't even know or even worse, like impressing people that you don't even like. 
Like people yes. get caught up in that sort of shit yeah. where it's yes. like, you know, it's like you don't, yeah. you, you don't even want to be a part of that world. But somehow you still, because they disapprove of what you do, there's this uh, this bug in you that like seeks approval. And like you're always trying to figure mm-hmm. out like, what am I doing wrong? And it's like you're not doing right. anything wrong. It's just like, you know, ranch dressing and ice cream aren't meant to be together. They're totally, <laughs> they're totally fine on their own. But right, like, right. You know, they're just two separate fucking things. Just mm-hmm. let it be. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and that's why I love like... Uh, we- Sorry, <laughs> we've been, we were a super. I think like a super self conscious band for a while. Like we've been together like six years, and like I think the first like three years of being together, um, it was a lot of like figuring out what we're doing, and um, I guess like and we didn't. It's not like we talked about it all the time, but like I think we were really kind of like in a way, um, like I guess really caught up in what people might think of us and. Um, kind of like lamenting at like, oh, we suck. <laughs> but like now it's just like, I don't fucking give a shit, whatever. Like, yeah. If, yeah. if this isn't like up to, you know, this industry par or whatever. Like I, had a, like, I had a, I had a really, do what we're doing and I'm cool with that. So. I had a really fortunate experience when I was young. My first job ever was at Taco Bell. Nice. And I started working there because I wanted to like save up money so I can buy like a beat machine. I started getting into making music and stuff. And when I was making music, I had a, you know, you're bullshit with your coworkers online and stuff like that. And there was this dude, his name was Antonio. And I'll never forget this because he said this shit to me that like has stuck with me for throughout my life. It was very simple comment, but I was talking with him about this concept. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm making music, but you know, I'm worried that, you know, a certain group, like, like just, you know, worried about who's going to like it, who you're making music for and things mm-hmm. like that. And uh, to bring up this band again, he was just like, dude, it doesn't matter. There's people that don't like the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, totally. Totally. Wow. Yeah, that's and I was like, yeah, covers. you're right. I don't like the Beatles. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like, you know, they're... I, for some reason, I knew we were going to talk about not liking the Beatles. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but... I like the Beatles. But, uh, I I mean, (laughs) if we're going to put a cap on that conversation for me, I've actually come around to being more of a Beatles appreciator in my later years. I don't own any Beatles records. I don't actively listen to the Beatles. But I just kind of acknowledge that there was something really interesting that they did, for better or worse, Mm, to music and pop culture that's just fascinating. Totally. No, I, I completely And agree. it's also really crazy to think about the whole span of the Beatles. Like, they put out, like, 14 albums in, yeah. like, an eight-year period. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like, it was, like... Dude, we're two years off from being the entire duration yeah. like, of the Beatles. Like, all that stuff that the Beatles did like, was... It was up. under a decade. Yeah. Like, from start to finish. Totally, dude. And when you think about that, like, think of like, that much stuff changing so quick with all of the things that they did in that era of time. Mm-hmm. That's right. why I think going back to Bill's question, it would just be neat to just be a fly on the wall Definitely. in that era. Just right. to be like, wow. But, <laughs> yeah. Especially at the beginning. But like I was saying, it would be like, and he said it's only for a year. You only have to follow him around for a year. Yeah. Pick whatever the funnest year that would be because all there's a lot of years that we're following the Beatles around. It's probably not going to be very fun at all. Oh, sure. <laughs> probably like their um, last touring year, like right around like yeah. Rubber Soul or whatever. Or just like, 
I don't know. Maybe maybe things were cooler when Paul died in that car crash. I don't know. Like maybe he, like because it's like was he more of a dickhead before the car crash and then when he was raised from the dead or whatever or like how did that? I don't know. You know. Yeah. Whatever magic uh, had to happen. What, to that. Whatever whichever era of the Beatles Paul is less irritating in, that's the one I would go to. Okay. Um. And when, we, like, <laughs> call out Paul McCartney to you, Paul McCartney and Pete Davidson. If you want the fair one, yeah. Phil and I are here for it. Those yeah, bees. I think it would. Oh. No, I think <laughs> I, I, I think if I was going to go for anything, it would be like the like like the Beatles are already kind of happening, but to be in that like 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 Jimi Hendrix, MC Five, uh, fucking like whenever like rock really started to take off. Totally. Um, fuck, like who else? Like fucking like early Frank Zappa, all that mm. kind of stuff to like see all mm. that stuff in that area where like people really started doing crazy experimental yeah, stuff yeah. or to like, even like be, dude, Bowie dude, would be really fun. We should have even like Bowie. going Iggy back Pop. to yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the Stooges and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. all that, like just that Midwest, like Michigan stuff would be yeah. fucking awesome. Like or death. like be like New York city with, a. Uh, Again, back to like the post-punk no-wave stuff, like early yeah, Talking yeah. Heads. When right. Talking Heads was a DIY band, that totally. would be fucking and sick. And like Sonic Youth in the 80s yeah. in New York yeah. and shit. Or like yeah, early B-52s. God, like there's so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Oh, that's what's fun. Uh, this is kind of opening up like a whole other thing. But I think uh, a really fun thing about making music right now is that like, you know, like we pretty much like grew up with the internet, you know, more or less. I think we're... Oh, all right. There's some IPA left. Genius. A bit of that. Genius. Um, we're really lucky that, you know, we've gotten to like grow up with like all these different influences and learn from different areas and, and have like ex- access to them, you know, cause I don't have to have like the fucking record to listen to. I can find that shit on YouTube. So it's really like, you know, I think a lot of people trip out about like, Oh, like everyone can make music now and no one's going to get to the top. And then, and to go back to the no more heroes concept, like fuck the top. What is the top? That's fucking stupid. Like we've at this point, like, like we got to do like a, a tour with like Ian Vanek from Japan there. And like, I, I can't remember a band that we like worship more than Japanther, except maybe Titus, like when we were <laughs> in high school. Yeah. And it was like two main, the two, one of two of the main bands that were like extremely mattered to me, like emotionally. Yeah. And um, all of us. And, and it's like, but you, you know, you see like, yeah, those guys are like the realest motherfuckers. Like Ian Vanek might be the realest motherfucker I've ever met in my life. Like, and, and it's like, yeah. So absolute legend. Yeah, an absolute legend. And, like, to me, like, that is the top. Like, that guy has made so much incredible art that, like, will stick with me forever and tons of other people. And, it's and like, he's still doing it. And, and he's still playing basement shows. Right. Like, and he's he's probably 40 now. I'd have to say Ian's about 40. Maybe 40 Yeah, now. and just still and just traveling, and doing it traveling right. the just country. doing it right. And, yeah, continuing Dude, tours to do on his shit, motorcycle like, with, like, a beat machine and then, like, has whatever yeah. band he's touring with take his drum kit. And Someone just ran have, him like, off the road. Yeah, he almost got in a fight <laughs> in, like, outskirts of Ohio. That was a great story. But, um, but yeah, just, like, stays making art. Yeah, and, and I mean, and that's just, so that's just it. You know, we're kind of existing in this era where, and, and that's why I think in a lot of ways we do have some of the best music we've ever heard is because, like, there's no, like, if you get that concept that, like, the top doesn't matter, it opens up the door to everything. And then that's how you get a guy like like Alex G, like Sandy Alex G or whatever, like, you know, like just this guy making music in his bedroom in Philadelphia, didn't give a shit, you know, just doing exactly what he wants. And then all of a sudden it does catch on and you do get to do more with it. So I don't know. I think no matter how many people are putting out into the world, putting art out into the world, it still has to be good and it needs to be able to connect with people on some level, right. whether it's connecting with people on a, a technical level, like some cool metal band yeah, or like just Alex. connecting with people on 
an emotional level, like some good indie rock band or connecting with people just on like a, a lifestyle level where you think about like a young thug or post Malone where like mm-hmm. that music really resonates with people, but not from a place of technicality or right, even right. musicianship. It's just yeah. like, it's of the era. It's like, right. it's the soundtrack to life. Yes. And you know, that's not really much different than, I don't know, like the bullshit corn that i was listening to uh, we love like corn dude we're well, big into right. woodstock yeah, we 99 love corn. we all love corn yeah. but do you like, listen to the new corn album no, no but they put out an album two weeks ago it's uh, probably fuck. like their best record they've put out nice. in a very long time all right, it's i'll check that out yeah but like then when they were doing I'm that in. like we are really into like like i love uh follow leader right yeah this one, and then issues i especially love but um when they came out with that one song that's like never again do you remember that I'm song? I'm not familiar. I tuned out for a it, while. It's one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'll absolutely give the new album a chance because I know like, I know they can. Yeah, I think they did a really album. good job on it. That's awesome. Nice. I'm yeah. stoked on that. It's like unapologetically corn. Good. Fuck yeah, I want to go. That's exactly <laughs> what it needs to be. That's yeah. fucking awesome, dude. Well, then that's like another, not to just keep going back to this idea of like the top or whatever, but that's another interesting point. It's like, all right, did Corn just have to like do something to appease like Universal or Atlantic or whoever the fuck, you know, they're working with for so long? Maybe. Probably. That motherfucker from Panic at the Disco, what the fuck is he doing now? I think he wants to be like the Maroon 5 guy or whatever. Seems that way, I don't know, yeah. I mean, they were on a major label from the beginning. Well, no, they were on Fueled by Ramen. Well, that's like, like it's, it's kind of disturbing to see to hear like what Fall Out Boy is like these days. Well, yeah, they, it's the same thing. What it's did like they crazy. do to them? Did exactly. They, did they get MK Ultrad? Maybe. I did think you that's, ever think to consider like when Panic did a Fever You Can't Sweat Out? Yeah. They're like seventeen. Yeah, I actually Holy have shit. stopped to consider that. that before. Can you imagine being? 17 and writing that music it's incredible dude that's all- the same thing when i think about like early paramore yeah like all we know right ramen dude, dude that's all good but dude like <laughs> it blows my mind when i think about like if i listen to riot and it's like it's obviously so there was engineers and producers and things sure. like that but still like there was a group of kids that had this idea and they had these ideas for songs and uh it it's like dude to be that good at writing pop rock yeah at that age is insane all those accordion parts in a fever you can't sweat out blow my fucking mind and then they came out and did pretty odd which is just like really like a like a psych pop album like yeah. it's like the one after that and there's like that song northern downpour i still jam all the time like it's just so good it's just such perfect pop songs. yeah they, like, yeah they really missed the mark on that i feel like <laughs> I thought it was great, but I felt no, like I feel like it was as like a wrong time. To, yeah, like wrong exactly. Time. As a follow up to Fever, you can't sweat out. Yeah, no one was going to get into that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but, and now and now and now you have like th- Tame Impala. Like, right, exactly. Killing if they could have put that album out instead of 2009, <laughs> if that would have came out in 2015, people yeah. would have loved it. Uh, but <laughs> that's interesting. I could talk about Feel by Robin for a long time because I was like Punchline was like one of my main like bands when I was like like li- like my cousin. The reason I play bass is because my cousin had a bass and she was into punchline and she was like, you should be into these two things. I was like, dumb. Okay. And yeah. And so it's, it's always really interesting to me that like pretty much the four main founding bands of Fuel by Ramen were Paramore, Fall Out Boy, Panic! at the Disco, and then Punchline. And Punchline's like the only one that kind of got like left out of the <laughs> national conversation. Our homies. Uh, oh, it's, that's sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I never really listened to Punchline. I've seen Punchline like millions of times. <laughs> I, I still enjoy the shit out of them. Like 37 Everywhere is, yeah. is great. Fucking Rewind's great. I'm sure they were great. 
If you, I don't think you would like it that much, quite frankly. I don't think you would really like pop punk as much as I do. Honestly, honestly, I don't think you would really like it. But for that part of me, I love that shit. It's awesome. It's no, awesome. I, I appreciate it. I respect it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I think that, you know, you got to you gotta have the songs. You ain't going to know how to play the game. Yeah, definitely. And you got to be able to, like, evolve with the times, too. Because that's the other thing, too, when you think about, you know, what was a band like Panic at the Disco or Fall Out Boy or Paramore in 2003? Sure, you know, we were all younger and this was the edgy stuff of our time. Right. But looking back on it, it was just pop rock of the modern era. Yes. And what the fuck are they doing now? Pop rock of the modern era. The totally. times have changed and they're still doing the same thing. They've all just evolved in their own ways. Well, I think Fall Out Boys sounds crazy to me now. Like Fall Out Boy sounds like Fall Out Boy lacks like, identity. Lacks serious identity. Yeah. It's it's actually scary. That's what I was saying. I was like, did they all get MK Ultra or something? Because it's like, how did they like twist these people into like wanting to do this? Well, I think this is what happened. I think uh, Patty Stump Stump had Stump. he was doing his little uh, <laughs> his solo stuff. Pat and, Drumpf. Yeah, and nobody gave a fuck about his solo stuff. Oh, I thought it was really good. But on a public level, right? Nobody cared because shame. Pe- people cared about the name Fallout Boy. Yeah. So yeah, here you I go. Think eventually, his <laughs> idea was just like, "Look, I'm still gonna write all of these songs, but I'm gonna get everybody else on board because none of you are doing anything else better. We could just make a shit ton of money, and I'm just gonna do my solo stuff, but under uh, the Fallout Boy banner. Totally. Yeah, that makes sense actually because his solo and then we stuff all was went, like popular, but it was actually pretty good. I thought. Like for the time. I well, I think that really it was good because <laughs> I think that they're good musicians and they're good songwriters. And whenever he's venturing out on his solo thing, there was probably no label pressure. So he was able to experiment a bit more and do yeah. things. But then it was kind of like, fuck. Like, and I think juxtaposed with like older, like Fallout Boy stuff, it was kind of like, oh, this is really interesting. Like hearing this dude do this kind of stuff. But now, then they went back to Fallout Boy and it was like, yeah, it's like, all right, you guys are going to be making, like... Yeah. I, I don't even it's know. It's really weird. Sounds. Like, I, I don't... Say what it, like, it's like Imagine Dragons and, like, EDM and, like... Yeah, but that's, like, what rock music is now. I think if of, like, any of those bands, Paramore's the only one that I still, like, hold in high regard because mm-hmm. I think they still write great music. Mm-hmm. After Laughter's a fantastic yeah. record. Um, but, yeah, Panic at the Disco is just, like... I don't know. You know, it's... Me either. Like that man. song, that song with uh, uh, like speaking of me, that Taylor Swift song. Whoo! What a nightmare. Do you ever heard that? Is that a new one? The Taylor yeah. Swift and Brendan Urie track. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> it's bad. I, I work at a, a library with kids. It's like my job, and I like do like I like teach them like after school classes in the library, and I like speaking play music. And me. they put that on the one day, and I was like, "What the fuck is?" Like, obviously, like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Like, oh, it's Taylor Swift and. The disco guy, and I was like, "What?" And I, I immediately just threw on uh, a fever. You can't sweat out. I was like, "This is what we're listening to for the rest of the time." Like, <laughs> yeah. If you guys want to say you like this guy, we're listening to this. It's right not now. even Taylor's best work for yeah. Christ's sake. Like, and I by no means <laughs> like Taylor Swift, but didn't that one kind of flop for her? Like, you know, at least from what I, I yeah, heard. I don't know. I don't know I, that I, she I, flops. I think people just get into it. The fuck no, she no, no. She she got it. knocked from the um the top of the charts by. Someone bizarre. Oh no, uh Tom the, Green? No. Yeah, that's literally what I was thinking too. <laughs> but no, it was the um Country Town Road. Oh, oh fucking, Nas X. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
he, he like held the number one spot for a while and she like dropped to like seven spot or something. And usually she's at the top like all the fucking time. So the fact that she wasn't there is like, it seems like well, you're like, she, oh, well, she's still on the top 10, yeah, but it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. To her, to not have that number one spot for at least a few days or whatever. No. And to not only not get it at all, but just be like, Lil Nas X just like held that spot for like, like sat on it yeah. for a minute. No, you get everybody gets phased out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you this know, this is like the first time that this is happening to her. I mean, yeah, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I think she's pissed. Madonna gets phased out. Yeah, Lady Gaga gets phased out. Taylor mm. Swift. It's gonna be the same thing. It's just that there's there's a uh, there's a there's a an expiration date on that Absolutely. sort of thing. Yeah. It's like that horse and animal farming. And here and comes Cindy. Billie Eilish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 Billie yeah. Eilish. Like even Miley Cyrus. She's, like, scary. Yeah. She's gone. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, and then they Miley send you to, they send you to the age, glue though. factory, like that horse in uh, <laughs> Animal Farm. <laughs> boxer. But, no. Yeah, boxer. No. But what, uh, what were you saying? About Miley Cyrus? She's just your age. Like she, no, she's I was the same as that like, birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was just saying, yeah, Miley Cyrus is another one that's like... yeah. It's they. They, she's already, they yeah. all they have she's, their moments. And, she's like kind of keeping herself relevant in a different way, sort of. Or, yeah, she was in like uh, black probably mirror, healthy, but she's yeah. definitely lose. She's her public. I think her public opinion is going at least a, as a musician. More and more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think people will stay relevant in pop culture. Like, I think Taylor Swift has longevity to stay relevant in pop totally. culture, but just as like a musician, I don't see it. Katy Perry. There's another yeah. one. What the fuck what? happened to her? Fuck Katy Perry. That firework burned out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be and a... B- honestly, that's perfect. <laughs> that Good riddance because firework was the only song I liked by Katy Perry. And it's a I, fucking ripoff of Erasure. It's, uh, that, it's the same as... So to the night... I'm sorry to like scream about that. There will be no shame. Oh, man. Always, Always by Erasure. Yeah, fireworks by Katy Perry. Total ripoff of Erasure. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I'm calling it how I see it. We like that song. I sing yeah. it at karaoke sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, the Erasure song. I didn't, I didn't really realize that, and I have never listened to the song side by side, but it will. Um, I'm telling you, but it's, it's very. Katy Perry has written some of my least favorite songs ever. <laughs> I um, was laughing. My boy, my, my written, performed. You know, yeah. But. My friend Mario pointed out uh, that that one of the new Slipknot songs has the same has like the same vocal melody as that. It's gonna be the best day of my life. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like the same fucking thing. Uh, here, I love actually, like actually I'm happens. gonna I'm gonna pull this up actually just because I can do that and I think nice. that'll be fun and we we need to kind of wrap up here in a minute yeah. anyway nice so sweat. we'll wrap up on a little bit of a a little bit of Slipknot and fresh uh, slip yeah a little bit of Slipknot. oh I heard, is this a new Slipknot yeah because I heard actually one of the cooks in the kitchen at the Abbey was playing it and I was like. I was like, what is this? This is fucking sick. And he was like, it's a new corn. And I was like, no way. And then he was like, oh, my bad. It's actually the new Slipknot. <laughs> I'm, that's why, because I was like, wonder, I, I had the new, cor- new corn on the brain. There is new corn, though. The yeah. new corn Shane? is sick. Shane, yeah. <laughs> Tight. Love Shane. Yeah. Phil and I both work at the Abbey on Butler Street. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. There. Uh, I, I, I like the Abbey. I think I think last time I saw you in yeah. person was there. I think I was in the cafe. I was that just is like, definitely true. I was just fucking derping, right? Yeah. So, what do you want to hear first, the American Author song or the Slipknot song? Probably American Authors yeah, to yeah, have the juxtaposition. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. So let me. Uh, I gotta just do one thing real quick to get this to play in our headphones. Yeah. And uh, you know, shout outs to everybody that's you know out there listening on the internet. Hope you're having a good day. Uh, we're going to play some music that hopefully doesn't get the podcast kicked off Spotify. <laughs> yeah. It should be fine. We can do it. Let's play it for like 10 seconds or something. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, this goddamn song. You remember this fucking song? I'm going to turn this down a bit. All right, that's a healthier level, right? <laughs> How can you write a song like this? I, it, like, hurts my feelings. Oh, Not yeah, to be a dickhead, but, like, Jesus favorite Christ. fucking genre of music. I cannot stand this already. <laughs> pretty boy folk. Pretty boy Brooklyn folk. Uh-huh. Fucking, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Gentrification I cannot core. stand that, that uh, just like, kind of shit in the background. With look the... at these fucking guys. <laughs> what is that thing? What the fuck? Where is uh, that? Look at that motherfucker no. with the drum. No. Here, listen. Look, they are in Brooklyn. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Okay. Best day of my life. And fucking so dumbass carrying around the bass drum. Uh. Okay. All right. We got that, right? We got that. All right. Cool. Oh, <laughs> Thanks I for laying down the I bass level. I hate that so much. I thought this was going to be like an old song. That, and uh, then the Slipknot sounds like that too? Yeah. So the Slipknot Video's song. already cooler. <laughs> so the Slipknot song is newer. It has to be better than that. I would say it's better, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's 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 in, uh, I'm it's really interested in what's about it's, to it's uncomfortably similar. Oh my god, that's really weird. All right, I'm okay. Excited. What's up with this dramatic intro? What's this old late? This I'm old into it. She's like, all right. She's like seeing some shit right now, and she's in maybe a church or a temple. Okay. Here we go. All it's right. coming up. It's coming up. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Best day of my life. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, it's like That's... almost exactly the same. <laughs> can we get to the chorus? You get huh? to the... Can you get to the chorus by chance? I feel like this is probably the... I part. mean, this is the chorus, yeah. but like, it's just kind of like... Oh. It's, it gets it... Oh, okay. See, this is the part that I fucking heard. And here. All right. Best day of my life. Yeah. Yeah. You see that dumbass with the bass drum in the background? Dude, I made a a tweet about this kind of shit not too long ago, but that like commercial pop sound with the O-O-O's. Wow. That's incredible. This shit, this fucking rocks. I'm into this. We, uh,. I went to the Slipknot show. A oh, few that's weeks like ago. Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. So yeah, but anyways, those vocal melodies are pretty Good much God. exactly the same. That's terrifying. <laughs> and now, as much as I like this song, I can't listen to it without thinking about that stupid fucking American Author song. Yep, I yep. hate and American fuck Authors. that band. Fuck them. Yeah. Dude. All right, I'm sorry. I'm we'll add them to the fair one list. Yeah. American Authors. Paul yeah, I don't wanna, I just like Pete wow, Davidson. I, I really. Those guys might be nice, like cool guys, but like that type of music though is just like I don't know where it came from or why people make it, but it's it keeps getting Real quick, it keeps you want, happening. You want to listen to the sick um, new corn song and then we'll wrap this up? Definitely. Yeah. hundred percent. A hundred percent. Corn, take us back. Yeah. Can you full screen this or what live? Oh yeah, I can do that. This looks sick. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this animation Holy is sick. Holy shit. 
It's so corn. So good. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. This is fucking great. MC Escher yeah, ass videos. Dude, yes, so you tight. do. You have the strength to take this fucker down. In fact, you have the strength to take both of those music videos we just watched down. <laughs> yeah, dude. With the strength Corn of this, versus American the strength authors. of this music. Yeah, Corn versus American authors obviously easily vi eviscerated. Um, and then Corn would have to take down the Slipknot song next. And I think it would. It'd be a good fight. Oh yeah. It'd be a good fight, but I think Corn would win. Um, especially this chorus how. Is the chorus in this is really good. It's super catchy. Nice. And very poppy. See, that, that verse, that part right before the chorus, that's yeah. like heavier than I'm really used to them sounding. I know. And now I'm thinking maybe the cook was playing corn and he was confused about whether he was listening to Slipknot or corn. Because this is fucking great. And the, this is awesome. This video is super classy. But... I, I guess we can't, can't listen to the entire yeah, thing. Yeah, we don't gotta <laughs> listen to the whole thing. But it's I would. Like yeah, that, that would we'll be. We'll do it on our own time. Yeah, yeah no, that yeah, was no. fucking awesome. We yeah. were only halfway through the song, too. Yeah, yeah, no. The whole album's really great. Yeah. Uh, I definitely recommend that. I, it's always fun whenever I get a chance to uh, listen to some clips with the with the homies on Fuck the yeah. show. We do that every once in a while. Oh, hey, Internet. I forgot you were here. Yeah, you are here. And uh, I guess everybody's been here long enough. We're at hour 20, which is, you know, we're a little, oh, we're, we're a little over. Mm. This That's is really fine. fun. Yeah. I've had a good time. Hour and 20? Yeah. We've been doing this for 20 hours? An hour no, and 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I see, um, I see. It's, al it's this is almost a full-length oh, movie. cool. It's almost a full-length feature. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what fucking time is it right now? Jesus clear. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go, Al. <laughs> so, but one more time before I do our outro and get out of here. No More Heroes, October 11th release show, October 11th at Howlers with String Machine, Rave On Me, Cruel Intentions, DJ Aunt Buck, 9 p.m., 5 bucks, 21 plus. What else do you need to know? Nothing. Except that if you're not there, you should be. Woo! <laughs> Two sound effects, motherfucker. Nice. Uh, and uh, that's it. Anything else y'all want to say before we wrap this? Thanks for before, having before us Before we take dude. this motherfucker down. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having I think us we have on. The power and I wanted to shout out the epic trash bag video that we were all a part of. Yes. What a great, what a great yeah. memory that was. Hell Long yeah. live trash bag. And the trash bag. Long album live cover trash well. bag. Hell oh, yes. yeah. And that is all, folks. Love you, Internet. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Rome, Phil, the Zells, uh, Captain Z, Z Machine versus String Machine. <laughs> yeah. at, the soon, at the soon to be super uh, Smash Brothers tournament. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Catch us at the Smash Journey. Yeah. Final destination, uh, no items. I'll be back again in a few days with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2019. Woo! Woo! Oh. Thanks for listening. And then can we get that slow fade? Get that slow fade. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. And we are done, nice. my friends. Okay. We did it. That was awesome. Hell yeah, dude. That was so fucking fun. Thanks for being here, man. Thank Hell you yeah. for having us. I'm glad we got to listen to Korn. Hell All yeah. we need is a new system of a down album oh, and we fucking dude. killed. Uh, yeah. I've been like really jamming to talk to this dude.